This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The future is electric, but BMW CEO Oliver Zipsy thinks automakers need to be careful going EV only. If an automaker only focuses on electric, Zipsy says it could force them to become too reliant on a select few countries. He cites the disproportionate supply of raw materials for batteries coming out of China as an example. A lack of public EV charging and higher prices could also hinder certain customers from buying a new EV. And Zipsy says there's still a market for internal combustion cars. And if you're not the one making an ICE car for that person, someone else will, he says. But offering more efficient engines is still a key for moving forward. And even though it just made a huge EV announcement, Honda too will focus on coming out with more fuel-efficient ICE vehicles. It plans to boost its volume of hybrids. The all-new CRV hybrid is being introduced this year, followed by the Accord hybrid, and then later by the Civic hybrid. And with the Civic hybrid on its way, it should come as little surprise that Honda will stop making the Insight in June since it's based on the Civic. Eventually, Honda expects the hybrid versions of the CRV and Accord will make up 50% of those vehicle sales, and it's going to help the company reach its goal of 100% zero-emission vehicle sales in North America by 2040. As we reported last month, the price of nickel is surging this year, up 55% in the first quarter. The spike is partly due to increased demand from automakers, since it's a key material used to make EV batteries. While the price increase isn't good news for the industry, Volkswagen is actually profiting off of it. That's because it's hedging nickel and has a long position on the London Metal Exchange as a way to protect itself from volatile price swings. VW says its commodity hedging will add 3.5 billion euros, or $3.8 billion, to its first quarter earnings and bring its total operating profit to 8.5 billion euros, or $9.2 billion. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. As we've reported, Stellantis is partnering with Qualcomm on connected car technology. And as part of the multi-year deal, Stellantis will install Qualcomm's Snapdragon digital cockpit, which includes 5G telematics, into its vehicles. That includes all 14 of its brands, and Maserati will be the first in 2024. Snapdragon will be used to power the in-car communications and infotainment systems, for the automaker's Stella Smart Cockpit, which is being developed with Amazon and Foxconn. Chinese tech giant Baidu is forming a partnership with EV startup Voya to build in the areas of autonomous and connected car technologies. And you may remember the name Voya from a story we ran a few months ago. It's the new premium EV brand from Dongfeng that will start selling an SUV called the Free in Norway this June. 
Voya has plans to expand to other European markets and will be the second state-owned Chinese car company to sell vehicles in the region. SAIC has also been selling cars in Europe under the MG brand. The all-new F-150 Lightning is about to start reaching customer hands, and Ford is throwing a big party to celebrate. It's holding an event on April 26th at Ford's Rouge plant in Dearborn, Michigan, to mark the launch of the electric pickup. Company and UAW leaders, along with customers and employees, will be there to celebrate, and it will also be live-streamed for those who are not invited. And speaking of Ford milestones, the Mustang was the best-selling sports coupe globally in 2021, the seventh year in a row. According to IHS, Ford sold just over 69,000 Mustangs globally. And not surprisingly, the U.S. is the muscle car's top market, accounting for 76% of sales. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Schaeffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. It might seem like it's taken a long time for the company that brought us the Prius, but Toyota will soon be putting a mainstream EV in dealer showrooms. Chad Kirshner from our partner EVPulse.com got to drive the new electric crossover, and despite its brutalist design, he says it's every bit what you'd expect from a Toyota. Toyota is now building its first mass-market electric vehicle. The BZ4X is the brand's new electric crossover designed to go after the likes of the Volkswagen ID.4 and Ford Mustang Mach-E. Toyota offers the BZ4X in two different trims. There's a basic XLE model, then there's a limited model that's fully loaded. Both trims are available in front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive configurations. A front drive XLE BZ4X has a range of 250 miles and a starting price around $43,000 with delivery. The same XLE fitted with all-wheel drive comes in just shy of 230 miles and bumps the base price up to $45,295. Upgrading to the limited trim gets you a 10-mile penalty on front-wheel drive variants. The limited model starts at $47,900. All-wheel drive configurations with the same top-of-the-line trim are rated for 220 miles and sticker for $50,000 to start. Acceleration is brisk in both front-wheel and all-wheel drive models. Toyota says its single-motor versions can get to 60 miles per hour from a standstill in 7.1 seconds. That number drops to 6.5 seconds when two motors are sharing the load. That's plenty of oomph to reach highway speeds quickly, overtake with ease, and shoot gaps in traffic. Ride and handling are fine for an everyday crossover. The suspension is geared more towards comfort than performance, and this would make an excellent commuter car. It's quiet at highway speeds, and outward visibility is decent. All models include Toyota Safety Sense 3.0, which is the company's latest suite of driver-assisted functions. The weirdest thing to get used to in all BC4X models is the instrument cluster sits on top of the dash. You position a steering wheel so that the cluster is visible above the wheel and not through the wheel. It's almost as high up in your visibility as a heads-up display. We got used to it over time, but it's weird. Maybe you'll love it, maybe you'll hate it. It's interesting to say the least. 
The Toyota BZ4X is, in a lot of ways, the Toyota of electric vehicles. It drives well, it's reasonably well equipped, and it should appeal to a lot of people. However, it doesn't break new ground in the EV space. Opting for the BZ4X is the safe choice because it's a Toyota. And Chad tells us that one other quirk of the BZ4X is that all-wheel drive and front-wheel drive versions charge at two different rates, and neither of them are particularly fast. For more details on that, plus a comparison to its closest EV competitors, click the link in the transcript or description box, or look for the EV Pulse channel on YouTube. But that's a wrap for this week. Make sure to keep your eyes peeled because we'll have some more content coming your way this weekend. And I hope to see you back here again on Monday. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.